Okay, welcome back. Um, today we are going to be learning Perik Dalid, Mishnah Yud Dalid. And the Mishnah is Reb Nehoroi, Reb Nehoroi Oimer. Let's first uh, read what Reb Nehoroi taught, and then we're going to try and delve into who Reb Nehoroi was and why he necessarily um, taught this lesson. So the Mishnah recites, Rabbi Nehroi, Rabbi Nehroi said, A person should exile, meaning uproot themselves and leave their place of uh, residence where they grew up, to go to a place of Torah. In other words, no matter where a person travels, he should, be, he should ensure that he's traveling to a place that is a Mokim Torah. And shouldn't convince yourself that it's okay if I don't go to a place that's, um, uh, that's, that's a Mokim Torah. Even if it's not a Mokim Torah, eventually it'll develop into a Mokim Torah, and I don't need to be concerned. It says, Don't think that it will follow you, and that it will eventually develop into a Mokim Torah just because you're going there. That your friends, your chaverim, your colleagues will be mekayim, uh this as a Mokim Torah. And on your own understanding, you should not rely. Meaning, it's important to have chaverim, it's important, it's important to have pilpul chaverim, and it's important to have uh, with whom to interact in terms of learning and growing. And a person should be, therefore, very, very careful to be gaila to a makam taira, and a place that is established where there are chaverim and tamid chachamim that can help encourage a person's growth uh, in taira. Now, <coughs> who was Rebna Haroi, and was that his real name? So the Gemara in Masech de Shabbos, Dafkuf Amid Beis, mentions there are actually a couple of opinions as to who Rebna Haroi was, um, and that his name wasn't Rebna Haroi. Nahoroi, uh, the Aramaic word for light, is Nahora. And the Gemara says that this Tana, because of his great wisdom in Torah, that he lit up the world with Torah, was nicknamed Reb Nehoroi, but it really wasn't Reb Nehoroi. There is an opinion in the Gemara that it was Reb Meir, um, similar name, actually. Meir also means to light up, uh, and Reb Meir helped to light up the world with his Torah. Uh, but the Gemara Masech the Shabbos, Nefkof Mem Zayin Amid Beis, relates an opinion that Reb Nehoroi in our Mishnah is Reb Eloza ben Arach, and he was called Reb Nehoroi, Again, Sheman here, because he lit up the eyes of the Chachamim with Halacha. Now, if it's Rebbe Loza ben Arach, I just wanted to highlight what is said about Rebbe Loza ben Arach earlier in Perik Yavos. And if you go to Perik Beis, Mishneches, uh, it lists over there the five students, the five primary students of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Uh, through, through whom the Torah, the Mesorah, was given to the next generation. And it lists Rabbi Loza ben Arach as the last of the five Tamidim. <clears throat> and there seems to be a difference of opinion as to who was the greatest of these five, um, of these five students. And the Tanakama, the first time of the Mishnah says, um, <clears throat> If all of the sages of the Jewish people at the time were put on one side of the scale, Eliezer ben Hurkanis and Eliezer ben Hurkanis, who was also one of the five students, 
on the other side of the scale, he would outweigh all of them because he was the greatest of all the sages, Rebbe Eliezer ben Horkinus. That is the opinion of the Tanakhama, that Rebbe Eliezer ben Horkinus was the greatest of all of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's Talmidim. Abishol, however, had a different version of what Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said. Each Tan is attributing what they're saying to their Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. And Abishol says, Im <clears throat> if all of the Chachamim would be on one side of the scale, and even <clears throat> with them, amongst them, and was on the other side of the scale, he would actually tilt the scale because his greatness outweighed all of the Chachamim of his generation, including the other four Talmidim, including Rebbe Lezer and Horkinus, and Rebbe Lezer is was the greatest uh, sage and the greatest Tana of his time. And the praise in which Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai described Rebbe Lazar ben Arach, he referred to him as a Mayon HaMisgaber, a wellspring that continued, its waters continued to develop and to grow. And so too, his, his learning was so great that he was able to grow and develop like these, uh, like this Mayon HaMisgaber. Now, it is important to have this as background so we understand who we're talking about. We're talking about one of the greatest Tanoim um, uh, of his time. And uh, the Mishnah goes on to say that according to Abishol, and what Abishol is saying over in the name of his Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai, if you put Rabbi Lezben Aruch on one side of the scale and all of the sages on the other side of the scale, he was greater than all of them. So what the Gemara is about to um, describe in Masech the Shabbos, the Gemara relates a fascinating story. And with this background, we can understand, uh, especially according to the opinion that Rebbe Neroi was Rebbe Lezer ben Arach, we can understand why Rebbe Lezer ben Arach, Rebbe Neroi, said what he said, because it relates to something that happened to him personally. The Gemara relates as follows. Now, the following um, uh, story, if you will, um, is based on a number of different sources where there are se- several variations. Um, the basic story is mentioned in Masech Shabbos, Daf Kuf Mem Zayinam at Beis, but it's also mentioned in the Alkut Shemayni and in the Kahelas uh, Rabbah, the Medrash on Kahelas, and the Ovester of Nosen. Um, and so we were combining uh, pieces from all of the above. And the Gemara relates, the, the Midrashim relate, that Rabbi Yochanan Menzake had five Talmidim, as long as Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was alive, they sat in front of him to drink his waters and to learn from his Torah. When Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai passed on, it says that his students went to Yavne. Yavne is a place that was well known. It's a place where there are many Tamidi Chachamim, who love the Torah. And therefore, Yavne grew. Uh, in terms of its reputation of Torah, as, as Rabbi Gamliel said, Ten li Yavne v'chachamel. But Rabbi Loza ben Arach did not go to Yavne, despite the fact that all the other students of Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai went to Yavne. And the Gemara relates that Rabbi Loza ben Arach went to where his wife was staying, which was in a place called Diumsis. Now, Diumsis, apparently, the Gemara describes as a place where that the waters and the environment was very enticing uh, and very healthy. People went there for health reasons. It's, it seemed like it was like a, a resort area uh, with all kinds of springs and things that were beneficial for people's health. health. Uh, and the Chidah and others say 
that initially um, Rebbe Loza ben Aruch and his wife uh, deciding to go to Diumsis was for health reasons. But the problem with Diumsis is that because the waters um, and the whole area and the environment was so enticing that people who were drawn there uh, had a hard time leaving. And the Gemara goes on to say that Rev Chelbay says that the reason why the Jewish people have lost the Aseris Hashvatim, he writes, Aseris Hashvatim Nevdu were lost to Klai Yisrael, because they were Nimshach, they were drawn after the wine of Purgesa, which is a place where I guess the wine is very, very good and enticing, and the waters of Diumsis. And Rabbeinu Hananel says, on this, on this Medrash, on this Gemara, the water and the wine from these particular places, they're very good, and sweet, and it draws the people who drink from it after, after them, and they don't want to give it up, and therefore it causes them to not want to leave. And these are places that there are no and therefore people who stay there long enough, uh, eventually it leads to them forgetting that which they learned, which is in fact what happened to Rebbe Loza ben Arach. The Gemara relates that uh, Rebbe Loza ben Arach went to visit his wife in Diumsis, and they stayed for a while, um, and uh, Rebbe Loza ben Arach wanted to go back because he missed having the Pilpul Chaverim, it wasn't a Makam Torah, and all of his colleagues had gone to Yavne, and he wanted to leave. So the Gemara relates an exchange, the Medrash relates an exchange between his wife and uh, Rebbe Loza ben Arach, um, when he wanted to leave and go back, saying, who needs who? In other words, you're the greatest sage of the generation, they need you more than you need them, so they should come to you, not the other way around, you shouldn't go after them. And so he listened to his wife, and eventually he stayed long enough so that it was Mekuyim, that which uh, we said, that it causes people to forget that which they learned. And the Gemara relates that um, there was an incident where Rabbi Loza ben Arach was called to the Torah to get an Aliyah, uh, an Aliyah, which is the first mitzvah in the Torah, of Achodesh HaZelochem, um, in Parshas Bay. And it says that uh, when he read the portion of his Aliyah, and in those days, People, instead of having a Balkara, they used to actually read the portion that they were called up to themselves. So instead of reading the words, HaChodesh HaZelochem, that this month shall be for you, he read, HaCheresh HaYalibon, that their hearts were muted. Um, and this symbolized this basic mistake where he, wasn't able, he was not able to read the, the words and the letters, um, that because he was Nimshach, he was drawn after the pleasurable waters and spas of Diumsis, it eventually caused him to forget his learning, and it's symbolic in the mistakes that he made, because instead of reading HaChodesh HaZelochem, he read HaCherish HaYalibam, that his heart, his heart was muted in terms of his ability to learn Torah. And it said that people right away jumped on him when he made the mistake, um, and they started screaming, what are you, what are you saying? It's, a mis- you know, it's wrong. And he started to cry, because he realized that here he was, the greatest sage of all time, of, of, of his day, of his time, uh, and he reached such a level because he was not with his chaverim, and he was goyla to a place that was not a makam taira, and he forgot everything that he learned to the point where he couldn't even read a basic pasuk in the Torah, and he started to cry. 
And his colleagues who were there, who were present at the time, also started to cry. And they were mispalel. They prayed that Hashem should uh, allow him to uh, have his learning and his knowledge of Torah returned to him. And they were successful. And he was zochet to, again, retrieve that which he forgot and uh, learn uh, and, and, and reach the level of learning that he reached before. With this story, we can clearly understand why Rebbe Loza ben Arach said what he said. And the Gemara Masech de Shabbos, by the way, uh, actually refers to our Mishnah and says that the reason why Rebbe Nehoroi said what he said is because Rebbe Nehoroi was Rebbe Loza ben Arach, and because of the incident that occurred to him personally, he recognized the importance of going to a place that is a Mokim Torah, because even he, as great as he was, because he was not Gola to a Mokim Torah, he forgot everything that he learned. So that's why he's the one to come and, come and, come and tell us, have a Gola Mokim Torah. And not only that, he says, You shouldn't think that it's going to follow you and they're going to come to you, which is really what his wife argued when he wanted to go back to Yavne and to be with his colleagues. She said, well, they need you more than you need them, so they're going to come to you. You shouldn't go to them. And so he's telling you, that they're going to come and be mekayimit uh, by uh, being in your in your dalarabis. And you should not rely on your own uh, individual understanding because you see, um, as great as as great as I was, as great as Rabbi Lozab ben Aruch was when he was by himself, uh, it left him forgetting everything that he learned. And this by this by the way, this Gemara is probably the earliest source to support that approach that we're taking in this series to Perkei We see that there's a Gemara that says clearly <clears throat> that Rebbe Loza ben Aruch, or Rebbe Nehoroi, said what he said because of his own personal experiences. Um, and that's, that's our Mishnah. Now, it's interesting that um, there's a shot brought down in the Sefer Ein Elio. Ein Elio was a commentary on the... Um, and Yaakov, and he also wrote a Pirish, Rebbe Leo Shik, also wrote a Pirish on Perkyavus. And he says that based on this Misa, we can now understand the difference of opinion as to who was the greatest Tana of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh's students. If you remember, we mentioned earlier that there was a Machlokas as to who was the greatest of the sages of his day. The first opinion attributed to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh is that it was Rabbi Yozer ben Horkinus. And the second, attributed to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, uh, said over by Abba Shol, was that it was Rabbi Loza ben Arach. So, says the Elio that the machlokis between the two opinions, the Tanakama and Abba Shol, is whether we hold um, that a tzaddik gomer is adif or a balchuva is adif. Who is greater? Somebody that it's a tzaddik gomer and never sinned, or somebody who sinned and is a balchuva and was able to overcome? So the opinion of the Tanakama saying Rebbe Eliezer ben Hurkanis was the greatest holds that Tzadik Gomer is greater. Tzadik Gomer Aduf. Abashol, on the other hand, that says that it was Rebbe Eliezer ben Arach holds that Balchuva Aduf. And that's why uh, he was the greatest of the Chachamim. I just want to point out that on the Gemara and Masech de Shabbos, in the Gilean Ashas, Rabbi Kiva Eger makes a very brief reference to a uh, Sefer called Sefer Karnaim. Um, which is basically attributed to Reb Shamshin Mastropolia. Reb Shamshin Mastropolia says a very interesting remez, which is further developed. We're not going to go into it, but I'm just going to mention it to you. He says that there's a certain klipa 
uh, whatever that means, not clear, but what, there's a certain klipa that is membona that is appointed on shikha satayra, uh, that is responsible for people forgetting that which they learned. And this, um, this klipa that's uh, memona, shikha satayra, is referred to as riv, reish yud beis. Um, and if you look at the, he points out, if you look at the mistake uh, of Rebbe Loza ben Aruch in reciting his Aliyah, when he says, he read it as, so what exactly, what letters did he mix up? So it says, instead of, he said, so instead of a Dalid, he said a Resh. Instead of, he said, instead of a Zayin, he had a Yud, said a Yud. And instead of, he said libam, so he had a base instead of a chaf. So therefore, what are the oisias of his mistake? Instead of saying achodesh hazelachem, he read acherish libam. So he inserted a resh, a yud, and a base uh, instead of what was supposed to be correct, and that is a remez. Says Reb Shamshnastropoya that because uh, he was drawn to the place of diumsis, he was subject to or vulnerable by this klipa that is memuna that is appointed over shifchas hatayra, and as a result, he forgot his tayra. And that is Marumiz in the mistake that he made of Hachirish Hayalibam versus Hachirish Hazel Lachem.